Um, praise God, everyone. It's such a blessing to share with you again. The Bible says that the truth will set you free. So many times, most of us, our pastors, give us half the gospel. They tell us about the good things we can receive. You know, most people accept salvation because they want certain things. They want money, they want cars, they want a husband, they want a wife, they want marriage, they want children. But let me give you an example. For example, boys, okay, men, if you're there and you love this girl, you're a rich boyfriend and you love this girl, but she only comes to you when she needs money for hair. She only comes to you when she needs to go out and all that. There is a time limit where you will accept that. At a certain point, you get fed up and be like, you know what, I like you, but you're only after my money. So even with God, there is a time where he can take that, where you can come for the good things and continue living the other life and he'll keep quiet. But a time comes and he's fed up and he's like, you know what? Yeah, your time is up. So that is why most of the times the, the, the people who give you half the gospel will tell you those, will offer you the good side of the faith. But then with time, Okay, in the end, you miss out on everlasting life because it is true the world can offer you all the good things, but in the end, where are you going? We are targeting eternal life. This COVID situation must have taught you that life is not only about cars, it's not only about your work, it's not only about football, it's not only about money and everything. Those things have proved to be worthless during this time when people have them but they they can't buy life they can't buy their freedom so and there were so many questions from the previous sharing and thankfully the spirit has led me with so many bible verses i'm overwhelmed actually i don't know if i'll read everything i have for you but it's the bible itself answering your, your questions this time Okay, we are starting with First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that says, Be alert, be on the watch. Your enemy, the devil, roams around like a rolling lion, looking for someone to devour. Be firm in your faith and resist him. Because you know that your fellow believers in all the world are going through the same kind of sufferings, okay? But after you have suffered for a little while, yeah, Verse 10, after you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who calls you to share his eternal glory in union with Christ, will himself perfect you and give you firmness, strength, and a sure foundation. To him be the power forever. Amen. So that is assurance that it's a full package. There are good things. Tough times are going to come, but God will lift you up. Colossians 3.5 asking me why are you getting these things from so Colossians 3 5 says you must put to death then the earthly desires at work in you such as sexual immorality indecency so some people don't even know that the bible talks about indecency indecency lust evil passions and greed let me run to eight but now you must get rid of all these things anger passion and hateful feelings no insults or obscene talk must ever come from your lips as i was telling some people you should stay from vulgar language the bible says it obscene talk romans 14 verse 17 
For God's kingdom is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of, of the righteousness, peace and joy which the Holy Spirit gives. So I was talking about righteousness. Some people don't feel like it's worth it, like, you know. But God's kingdom is not all about eating and drinking. It's about righteousness. You may get this, these good things, eat, drink, but in the end, where are you going? We are now targeting heaven, not just the good things God offers. Then Luke 16, um, verse 19, that's a whole story whereby Jesus compares the rich man and Lazarus. I think you read that one yourself. Let me go to Jeremiah 15. 19 to this the lord replied if you return i'll take you back and you'll be my servant again if instead of talking nonsense you proclaim a worthwhile message you'll be my prophet again so all god is asking from us is to return to change back to him and stop arguing with the, with his word there is jeremiah 8 verse 4 the Lord told me to say this to his people. When someone falls down, doesn't he get back up? If someone misses the road, doesn't he turn back? Why then, my people, do you turn away from me without ever turning back? You cling to the to your idols and refuse to return to me. Idols, he means things that we've chosen to give more time than God. The football that people used to like so much, the clubs and everything, the school, the work that used to take up our time that right now in this lockdown have proved not to be there for us. Um, Jeremiah 6, 16, the Lord said to his people, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths and where the best road is, walk on it and you will live in peace. Ask for the ancient paths in our next sharing, we shall talk, we shall look through the, the previous prophets, the people we talk about eh, in the Bible, how did they live their way, but then it adds, Okay, let me repeat it. The Lord said to his people, stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths and where the best road is. Walk on it and you will live in peace. But they said, no, we will not. So meaning there are some people who are going to refuse, which is okay. But on the day of judgment, these things will be brought before you. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 12 says, he told me to go and say to Israel, Israel refers to the Christians of these days, those who are saved right now, those who have accepted Jesus Christ, because Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one can go to the Father except through me. It says, unfaithful Israel, come back to me. I am merciful and will not be angry. I will not be angry with you forever. Only admit that you're guilty and that you have rebelled against the Lord your God. So these are not my words. It is God who is requesting that we just have to admit that we have been living a sinful life and he's willing to take us back. Then chapter 4 verse 1, the Lord says, People of Israel, if you want to turn, then turn back to me. If you are faithful to me and remove the idols I hate, it will be right for you to swear by my name. Then all the nations will ask me to bless them and they will praise me. So after we turn, he's willing to bless us. Um, Isaiah 65, the Lord said, I was ready to answer my people's prayers, but they did not pray. My sister, my brother, how often do you call upon the name of the Lord? How often do you pray? 
it continues i was ready for them to find me but they did not even try are you hearing those words how often have you tried to find the lord the nation did not pray to me even though i was always ready to answer he is always ready to answer here i am i will help you i have always been ready to welcome my people who stubbornly do what is wrong and go their own way they shamelessly keep on making me angry yeah and the rest you read that on your own then isaiah chapter 1 verse 9 says mm, isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 sorry if you only obey me you will eat the good things the land produces but if you defy me you are doomed to die i the lord have spoken by the way the bible assures us that whenever we sacrifice for god he pays us twice for what we have lost so be of good courage don't think that god is going to take you through all of this for nothing and then ha psalms chapter 73 you read that on your own it's very wide it's a whole chapter but very interesting okay let me read a bit of it at the start it says god is indeed good to israel to those who have pure hearts but i had nearly lost confidence my faith was almost gone because i was jealous of the proud when i saw that when i saw that things go well for the wicked yes that is how we are we are saying how come things are going well for those who disobey god who do this and that but i told you there is a time god gets fed up and in the end he realizes that at the end of the verse eh? then i understood what will happen to the wicked you put them in slippery places and make them fall to destruction yeah so you read on and see the good things god has in store for us when we obey what he wants psalms chapter 50 verse 17 if you refuse to let me correct you says the lord you you refuse to let me correct you you reject my commands you become the friend of every thief you see and associate with adulterers you're always ready to speak evil you never hesitate to tell lies you agreed you are ready to accuse your own relatives and to find fault with them you have done all this 21 is very important you have done all this and i have said nothing so you thought that i was like you so we have done all these things and we think god is quiet but a time is coming where he will wake up oh my god don't wait for that time because there are two ways people get saved one they either get saved by peace or when god wakes up and something bad has to happen to them so i don't know what you wait for then we have psalms lastly psalms 34 verse 19 good people suffer many troubles but the lord saves them from them all the lord preserves them completely so i just want to assure you that yes there are troubles there are many things that can come in your way but god is going to uphold you yeah and you make it just like jesus did god bless you